You're listening to the Flame Central Podcast, your home for Liberty University Athletics. We are taking it to the court this week as Liberty Hoops splits on the road and the Lady Flames continue to stay hot. Liberty's all-time leading scorer is in the house. Yep, Darius McGee joins the debate on whether or not this is the best Flames team he's ever played for. And we'll recap the successful signing day for Liberty football. This is the Flame Central Podcast, and it's powered by Alcoba Mortgage. All right, I am rested. I am relaxed. I am back. I am back. Emily's back, back, back. Yeah, okay. Word. Um, I apologize (laughs) for leaving you guys high and dry last week with these two. Fill in the blank. Um, Joe was an emotional mess. I, I had to just keep that. I actually re-listened to this thing. Yeah. Yeah. I re-watched it. And I could even say I know this guy. I met this guy on the beach in Costa Rica. And and Joe Yacht would be like, Oh my gosh, that's my brother's. That's my brother. My bro- yeah, I, pl- yeah. I used to coach him. Joe, in did Little you tell League. the story last week about <laughs> when you were in Indiana? Everyone, oh, Joe yeah. Yock knows everyone. Yeah, yeah. No, I was in Indiana. It's my son coaches at Huntington yeah. Huntington University in, in Huntington, Indiana, and we're out. We're walking down the street, going to get something to eat or whatever, and these guys are across the street. And as they go by, somebody turns around. and They go, "Hey, it's Yock Talk, baby." In Indiana. <laughs> Stop it. Yes. You are blowing his head up. It's your talk, baby. How crazy is that? He is making things up. Uh, He might be, but you know what? It It makes for a good story. I don't know. I'm not making that up. That's a true story. It's your talk. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's an early Monday yeah, morning. We yeah. have some great stuff coming your way. Liberty football signing day. We have some uh, big signees that we want to discuss. Also, Liberty's new all-time leading scorer, Darius McGee, is in studio. We have a debate that's been like start- oh. it started on Twitter. We're not afraid to stir about yeah. whether or not this is the best Liberty team. Is it ever or is it just yeah, ever? Is what, I mean, is no, no, no. There's been a lot of like, they, you know, they go back to the quote, it may be the best. So people right. are kind of yeah, trying to backpedal yeah, yeah, off that yeah, a little yeah. bit, but you know. It's, it's a, it's a well, good, ask Darius. Good, ask Darius. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in just a moment. But first, they uh, the Flames split on the road. Yeah. Matt, is this just one of, I mean, we'll talk about it with Darius, but I feel like there's just a, an expectation for this program, which is a good thing that right. they've set through the years about just how good they are and they've had such a dominant start to this season but is this something that we need to just expect because it's a conference basketball and b playing on the road is not easy no matter what conference no it's not and you know i meant to look up the numbers but i know that in the a sun especially it seems like home court is so valuable this year you see teams just like violent swings like them playing at home and then they go on they look good they go on the road and they look awful lipscomb's a good team they i i i know we're a couple of weeks ago, they were still leading the, the league in field goal percentage. They're well coached. You knew that was going to be tough. And Liberty, these last couple of games, there's one thing that is a little bit concerning, but I think if anyone can get it right, it'll be Coach McKay, is the defense has not mm. been what we had seen. Going into the Austin P game on Thursday, Liberty was giving up about 53 points per game in conference play. They gave up 70 to an Austin P team that's not good. And then they turn around and give up 69 to Lipscomb, which that one's a little bit more understandable. But even in that, they had some guys that played above their norm. Um, so the defensive part is the part that, that you know, okay, we need to get back to what we do. You'll have a chance to do that Thursday against Bellarmine. So, yeah, I, it, listen, 
what do they always say? You know, pressure is a privilege, expectations are a privilege. You build these expectations by winning. You want them, you want to, people to expect you to win, you want your team to expect to win. But yes, in a long conference season, there are going to be games like that. Thankfully, Kennesaw State also lost. They dropped one on the road to, to Eastern Kentucky. Oh, okay. And so that game on February 16th in Kennesaw, Georgia, assuming Woo! Liberty can take care of business against Man. two tough teams, Bellarmine, Eastern Kentucky this week at home. But if you take care of your business there, that's basically the one seed. Show and we know how important that is. That's home okay court throughout corral. the tournament. So Liberty doesn't play Kennesaw State at home, correct? Nope, They're they just on the road. Okay. Yeah, so that that will be a big time. You essentially have a two-game lead if you both go in with the same record. Yeah, and, and what you said there is pretty simple. It's like that the swings from home and yeah. being away. So it, now the the tournament, the ace on tournament, as we discussed, you if you're the number one seed, you get all the way through. Right. All the way to the championship. So what a huge And seeing how good Liberty's been in their building, and we've seen building. the crowds that have Imagine been here at Liberty Arena. Imagine what like come. Like, tournament time. That's right. You want to make sure you've got that one seed. He, but Sparky's going to be going crazy. Emily's going to be running around yeah, from side to side. Around. Warner's, Naz's going to be at the yeah. place going nuts. You're going to be catching cheerleader shirts. I'll be catching, diving over top of three shirts. Yeah, fighting people first. T-shirt giveaways. Giving the hockey business, doing all this stuff. I mean, that's what. That's how you get action. Yeah, that's good. That's what you do in hockey. You take the jersey, you pull it up over his head, and you hit him with the uppercut. Yeah, It's going to be exciting. Yeah. It's gonna, yeah. it's gonna be real exciting, and and, and the, you know, and this is the thing with Richie, like Richie and the staff, it's like so much of basketball. And you look at, well, look at North Carolina's run last year with Hubert Davis, where they were struggling so bad. It's peaking right. at, the right at time. that right time when it all comes together, and you hit it at the right time. Yeah. And it's just so hard to get that that formula right and the recipe right. But Liberty's the kind of team yeah. that can do it. Yeah. Question for you yes. about that last shot in in that last play in the. Um, in the Lipscomb game. Are you okay with Kyle Rowe taking that final oh, shot? Yeah. Because everyone in the world knows, right, that Darius McGee, like, should get the ball. And, I mean, right. Kyle Rhodes made some big shots. He's been shooting the ball well. So, you're okay with that? Oh, yeah, totally. You've got, I mean, veterans on this team that have been in these big moments. And to your point, everybody knows where number two is. They're following McGee around. You get an open look like that. He was you wide open. Him. He was wide open. Right. And you make him, and he'll make it, you know, more often than not, but it, you don't that time, but you live with it. And that's something Coach McKay's talked about a lot is like, it's not just the result, it's also the quality of shot we're getting. Because typically, the better the quality of shot, the results will follow. And that was a quality shot, wide open three. He'd hit one a little bit, just what, a minute earlier or right. so. So, yeah, no, I, I'm totally fine with that. I know Flames Nation, no one likes to lose and all of that, but seriously, this it's not realistic to think that Liberty is just going to dominate every team along the way. I think that it's really important for the Flames to be in late game situations like this so they understand how to um you know feel that pressure and actually execute I'm, under that I'm pressure. I'm glad you mentioned that and Joe you'll probably agree with me being a former coach. Naz actually mentioned this to me at, during the last homestand. He said like you know what this team needs? They need some. They need a close game. Yeah. yeah. They need that yeah. because when you're just blowing the doors off of people like they were there for a while, like, and then you get into tournament play and yeah. you haven't seen a close game in a month and a half or something, like, you need some of these. Now it didn't go their way this time, but just for the execution part mm -hmm. of it, there's the pressure part of it, just to have to like, like, okay, clock. How? What's the clock? Where are we at? What do we like? 
all of the execution pieces, like it's good to find yourself in some situations like that before your season's on the line. The the experience. I mean, I think the big part of in sports, any sport, yeah. whatever you play, the experience of having that feeling in a pressure situation for the first time is not a great feeling, right? But the more you experience, the more that you as an athlete learn how to deal with, the more as a coaching staff learns how to deal with those situations. Like, okay, guys, we've been here before. Calm down. Don't panic. Let's execute. We've prepared for this. Let's do it. And the more you can do that, the more opportunity there is for success because especially when you do it and succeed when you can when you can do it and make the plays then you and you're not always going to make them like sometimes the shot's just not going to go in but if you can do it and then you succeed at doing it when you get in that next situation you feel more prepared to be able to handle it yeah because you can draw that up in practice all day long but i'm sorry until you're in that game environment you're not going to fully execute um in my opinion okay we have darius mcgee in the studio so let's go ahead and get to his conversation Here with the one and only Darius McGee, Liberty Basketball's all-time leading scorer. So, of course. You're going to be introduced that way for the rest of your life. For the rest of your life. Do you realize that? Like, it's like a gold medalist, you know, in the Olympics. Forever now, you're going to be Liberty (laughs) all-time leading scorer, Darius McGee. I hope not. I hope it's not. Unless we get some other like uh, worldwide pandemic that adds on years of eligibility for some really other talent. I don't want that. I don't think that's going to happen. Have you gotten a call from Carl Hess yet? I have not. You have not gotten your Carl. Carl, reach out. I mean, that was a heck of a record. Yeah. Because Carl played back in the what? I think 80, 1980. No messing around. I have I had a feeling that Darius was gonna react like this. I know it I know it means something to you, but you're just so humble that you're more worried about winning, and that's all that matters to Darius, you. Darius, did you know that Carl Hess was a referee? And I did. You did know that? Yeah. Referee I know it's like a Ref- rule where you can't, like, officiate for schools you used to play for or oh. attend. Oh. So it's yeah. probably why we never had to, like, you know, yeah, cross paths. Huddles. That's yeah, good, because he would have right fouled now. you out so quick <laughs> to keep that record. Like, you wouldn't that's have had a true. chance. Yeah. 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 All right, well, Darius set that against Lipscomb and the third – and. At the 13-18 minute mark in the second half, you now have 2,384 points. Again, I think it's going to take some time for you to reflect on this because it just happened. But what are your initial thoughts on breaking your record? Honestly, I don't think it's resonated. But I think the only cool part about it is, like, my family, they hardly go to row games. But for some reason, like, a month ago, my mom and uncle kind of put together, like, this, like, trip to Nashville unknowing that that would be like the record being signed the game yeah. would be there so right. it's kind of dope to do it in front of them but oh, i don't see, think emily's getting emotional started. did they know that because on the broadcast because i would have if i'm the director i would have taken the so shot the of the parents yeah. of your mom right when oh, you had it they had celebrating no tears falling that's good so television a home game emily would have had a mic right up in their oh, face yeah, it would have been oh, yeah. really just oh, too yeah. much probably Mama like, McGee. Yeah. we normally do the complimentary <laughs> tickets of course for like the family but like they had it so planned out, they bought the tickets themselves. Oh, so, like, so they wait, weren't they even like right behind you? the bench. They were kind of like up a little bit. Did they surprise? Did you know they were there? I know it was going to be the trip, but like, I guess you, I, you no one knew that game was going to be. You okay. had this in the works the yeah, entire season. I'm going to break it when I mom's here. Yeah. That's yeah. a good son right there. Yeah. He's well, such a nice son. Yeah, that's right. Well, <laughs> I want to go through. Each love, one of the 2,384 points yeah. with you, if that's all right. Yeah, no. let's start with yeah. the first. Uh, but yeah. you think about that. Is there is there a basket that you think back on? And obviously, hopefully, there's more to come. But like you're like, man, that that one, 
that was the the biggest shot I hit, or I know that was a special one that I had. Like, do you think back on anything like that? Honestly, probably not. Uh, probably like my freshman year. Really? The regular season game. So you know the championship game, Georgie kind of had like a play where he hit a shot in the corner. Yeah, uh, yeah. I remember I that one. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, kind of the, one of the biggest <laughs> yeah, shots the in program history, right? I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure he just retweeted that and yeah, said yeah, this yeah, was yeah. my that favorite was, moment. Yeah, yeah. And the regular season, it was like when we played them the second time in their place. Yeah. The possessions were kind of close, and it was kind of similar possession where something happened and it was like swing, swing in the same exact corner. And it was probably like obviously I was a freshman, so I was kind of a little yeah. nervous to shoot that one, but it went in. So I'd probably say that one, yeah, just because how young I was and. Kind of pressure situation, in my opinion. Well, I know thinking back on, obviously you've hit so many just crazy shots, like just like ones that you're like you have never seen before, like the one you shot straight up uh, on the road this Bellman. year. Yeah, Bellman. Bellman, that one. Yeah, left-handed. Yeah, there's a couple <laughs> left-handed threes you made uh, this year as well. I though think back to uh, the NCAA tournament against Virginia Tech. People all remember the Mississippi State game for good reason because Liberty won that game. But you scored what 15? I think they were all in the first half. Five threes against yeah. Virginia Tech, basically to keep Liberty in that ball game. We were up, th- actually, we were up three yeah, at the half, there. and it was just like you went off in that game. What what was that? Was that you talk about being nervous? Like that had to be a pretty special moment. Obviously, it didn't end the yeah. way you wanted. The to. nerves got out honestly the game before because yeah. I remember like just being so nervous playing against Mississippi State. March Madness, you can feel like the energy changing in the arena, like. Every shot, the oohs and the ahs, you yeah. can kind of feel like the breath of the cloud on the floor. So, like, all the jitters got out that game. And uh, Ty Allah, who played for Virginia Tech at the time, was from also from Roxborough. So, like, it almost felt like we played him again for the second time. So, it wasn't yeah. that big yeah. of a, like, a nerve-rattling game, even though the stakes were kind of high. So, yeah, Do you remember good. your first ever bucket in a Liberty uniform? I have no idea. Really? No idea, really. Probably a lip. <laughs> I hope. You know, you, 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 Joe asked a question. We're going to figure out what it was. We're going to go back and find yeah. it. So we got to go back. Here's, we're, like going, we're going back into the archives. Yeah. Here, here's what I want to know, Darius. With some of the – you're pulling the trigger from everywhere, right? And you obviously got the green light to pull the trigger mm-hmm. from everywhere. What gets into you sometimes <laughs> when you pull the trigger from everywhere, you know, kind of, kind of thing? Is it just like every shot you feel as if you're going to take, like – I'm going to make it, or it's like, hey, I got the green light. I'm pulling the trigger from everywhere, baby. I don't care. So when you take a shot, Uh do you, like, think as you're taking the shot, man, this is a really bad shot. I hope this goes in. Or is it like every shot you take, you feel like, I'm going to make it? I mean, we shoot all shots to make. But every shot I've shot in, aside from probably, hmm, well, yeah, every one of them. When you sit in the crowd and you're watching the game and like uh, my son, who's, who's 23, just loves it because that's he's like street baller kind of, yeah. you know, so when he's like this dude, Liberty Darius McGee, he's like, you always talk to his buddies like you got to come watch this guy play. He shoots him. It's ridiculous. Right. Because that's sometimes like when you go to shoot, it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. What's he doing? Yeah. And then it goes in. Yeah. I mean, and so, so you feel like, and, and Coach McKay and the staff, they're like, oh, all right, just do what you do. Is that true? I mean, it's Or they get on you at all? It's definitely something earned, and they definitely get on me at times. They do. For sure. <laughs> Especially, like, when we review games in certain situations. But every shot I've shot in, I've made it in practice several times, or especially, like, in my workouts. 
they're a part of it. Okay, so, so that's a big part of your workouts then. So in the game, it's just you a matter it. of like having the confidence to do it, reading the situation, reading the space. Like you don't want to never do something for the first time in the game. So yeah, that's what? like a big no-no. And that's like you talk about that one you shot straight up against Bellerman. Like that was incredible. We've never seen that in a game. But like Naz and I are texting. We're like, well, we've seen him do that Practice. in warm-ups. Like yeah. we see him, we see you do that before games all the time. And when you're doing it, we're always like. <laughs> what is this? Yeah. And then obviously, you know, you, you make one like that. So right. it's not just goofing around. It's not just, yeah. you know, going through like kind of just not paying attention. Like these are things that you're actually working on in the, in, I guess I should say, if the opportunity arises in the game. For sure. Years. And like that shot against Bellman, like my intentions weren't to shoot it sky and high, but <laughs> I also knew what the shot clock was. And that was just like the fastest way I can get it off and still make it like a basketball like yeah. shot. So I guess the instincts just kind of took over. There's a method to your madness. Yeah. That's what you By the way, do you remember a certain game against an old rival in Maine, Fort Kent? You don't. That was your first game. <laughs> that was when you would have scored your first bucket. Uh, looking back, you had 10 you points. You guys won 89-40. You were only one of seven from three. So you picked it up since then. But that was your first game. That was your first game. So there you go. Wow. First bucket. Main Fort Kent. You don't remember. You don't remember that. No, but I definitely remember being like super nervous. Like the first two medias I was a part of. Like uh, the four minute segments in the game. But I remember like the game was going super fast. Like when you come in as a freshman that summer, the practices are already much faster, but it seemed like the game was going like this. Yeah. So I kind of give all freshmen like head up, heads up, like you're gonna be tired, like the first four minutes, and you're probably not gonna expect it, but so everyone hits it. So where you are today, how much has the game slowed down for you? Uh, a lot, honestly, just because I don't have to adapt to the pace of the game, the physicality of the game as much. Uh, I for sure know where I'm supposed to be in certain spots. Yeah. Versus freshman year is like you still trying to remember the plays. You're just hoping you're where you're supposed Depending to be. Depending on your yeah. teammates to put you Too like in thinking. the correct spots. Yeah. I remember going to Georgie several times. Like, what's the play call? What am I supposed to do in the middle of games? Yeah. Just because like there's so many different calls, actions that you have to do. So now that you know exactly what you're doing, what you're supposed to look for, it's easy to time those things up. So you talk about the physicality. Obviously, there have been a number of times I feel like this year that. Flames fans have kind of held their breath where you've gone out, right? Where you've taken a hit or you've, you know, even this last game, you took a hit kind of the side of the knee there early in the game. People are like, oh, no, what's going on? Do you feel like this season, do you feel like teams are defending you different or trying to be more physical with you because they know, you know, how dangerous of an offensive player you are? Has that changed at all? Oh, for sure. Yeah? Like, you go back to kind of watch how the coverages were or the physicality was from my freshman year to now. Which is like respected, just because like, yeah, that's their job to they figure out what to do. Just the same way we do for their players. So, like, it's just a, it's almost like chess. You take the situation, what's going on. You try to like respond to that in the yeah. best way you can. Prepare for it the best way you can. Like even in practices, like our players simulated in practices, just so we can. They hit you in for practice, it. is what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Some of them. I'm, I'm, not yeah, I'm sure Coach McKay. Them, yeah, it's like no, 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 no. Yeah. I mean, that's all basketball plays, <laughs> right, but. Right. Last time you came on the Flame Central podcast, you told us that you were a big chess guy. You still you still play a lot? From time to time. I can't really, like, sit down and play now just because of time, but I'll have friends where we'll send, like, the game pitching games on our phone, mm -hmm. and we'll, like, have a chess match going. Oh, nice. It won't, it won't end I in the same days. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. 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 Helps, yeah. Helps with his decision-making. Helps with decision yeah. That's why. So on your teams here at Liberty since you've been here, mm -hmm. and this team that you're on right now, right, 
how does this team compare to those teams in the past that you've been on? And do you feel as if this team has the capability to make one of those make one of those good runs in March? I would say this team is probably competing with my sophomore year team. So the team that went what thirty and four? Is yeah. that right? Yeah. It's just very different. So have you heard a lot of the buzz about that? That's been a, that a lot the there's been a lot of debate about that on social media this year. It's very different. Like if you could simulate a game between the two, it'd be very close competitive. Right, yeah. But it's like that team played both were played in a lot of like freedom, freelance in a sense. Pieces are very like comfortable in their roles, efficient in their roles. Uh defensively there's like versatility on both teams. Like the bigs, they can like swap four or five, which helps a lot. Yeah. So I think that game would be very competitive. You also hmm. Darius McGee yeah. just happens to be on both teams. Right. So, so how how humble is he? How humble is he? If we ask Mayo or Cuff, what do you think those what do you think some of the older guys like well they're as close to it as anybody? What do you think they would say comparing the kind of the eras, if you will? Or the they were I mean, Mayo and Cuff, they see the holes in this team yeah. every single day. But like we play, so we know the holes in that past team. So yeah. they would probably say a similar response. They'll probably give a hat to themselves because they're super they competitive. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. you look at, uh, yeah, like a talented Caleb Humsley. Right. Yeah. Who is. He's matching up against him. Scoring all team. three levels, but shallow guarded Caleb from day one he came in. Like that was his his matchup just because of size and athleticism. So, and Shallow's way different now than he was his freshman year. Body's grown a little bit, and like when Caleb comes back and plays one on one, I mean, plays pick up with us in the summertime, Shallow's the one who's guarding him. So, yeah, Shallow, JV, Zay, yeah. three different defenders who can just hopefully annoy him as much as possible. So, it'll so just so we're just so we're clear, you're saying that all three of those guys would shut Caleb Holmes. So when you look in the camera and say, Caleb, they would <laughs> shut you down. I said annoy them, but um, <laughs> I know we all know Caleb's moves like right. no other because we've seen every single game about it. So. Okay, so he hasn't picked uh, up let, any let, new moves. All right, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead. Yeah, I'll take the core ones away first. Yeah. Go ahead and put you on the spot now. Okay. Give us the final score in that game. Give us the final score of that game, and and you feel as if in both games you're balling. You're probably just you're, you're hitting the go ahead shot at one end, and yeah. then you're hitting the go ahead shot at the now other. Give end. Give us a final then, score. Yeah. What happens in that game? I'll say. Drum roll, please. <laughs> 66-64, us, this team. Oh! oh okay. Wow. I love it. See, that's higher scoring than I imagined, the two of you playing. <laughs> I saw you might get, that may get the down to like The pace will be a little 50. faster because this team right now is plays way faster than that one, but. Love yeah. it. Awesome. Love it. They can score the ball easily. Yeah. Um, as we've talked about on this podcast before, there are lessons in losing. Mm -hmm. So, um, as a leader of this team, I almost made a joke, but I didn't do it. Okay. Yeah, but Emily you, you interrupting and yeah, sorry. You know, I just sorry, like Emily. adversity because you you've talked about this a lot with yeah. with not only this team but in the past, like what you guys can learn from the adversity. Um, as a leader of this team, what was the message after this loss? Because I feel like you guys have like set this expectation that you're supposed to just go undefeated in conference yeah. play, win the conference outright every year, but that's not really the reality of uh, conference basketball. Uh, just like understanding what it's like to play on the road against like a rival team. It was the first time you get to experience it. Crowd like that away, Lipscomb who was always gonna be super talented. And offensively, like they were clicking. So you start to see how hard it can be if you let teams do what they wanna do. And like those given situations where 
we lack to execute down the stretch or like just understanding like this is college basketball. Like we've had a couple games where we've blown teams out. Like that's fine and Danny, like we want to do that, but at the same time, like that's not the norm. Mm-hmm. So it's like coming back to what college basketball is all about. So not not to get too high or too low on a loss, but like it is a loss. Like it's going to sting for the first however many hours, but also don't think the building is falling either. Yeah. <laughs> I think, the, and that's been one of the characteristics of these Liberty teams over the past four or five years. It seems like the poise, yeah. like no matter if you're on the road in an SEC environment or or you're here or you're around the A-Sun, it just seems like, no panic. Where where does that come from? Like where where has that been? In, how has that been instilled in you guys as a program? I mean, I think it starts from leadership up top. Coach McKay, Coach McKay is very poised. We after, see very we, poised. When we reflect, yeah. like when we watch film after games, like today, like he's always very poised. But he's a super competitor, so you can see when you can see somebody with that much emotion and like that invested into a game and then have that amount of poise afterwards, it's easy for us as players who are just as competitive to do, kind of follow in those footsteps. So the team, we're, we're like sponges. So like you see that That's reaction, we kind of grasp and want to grab and like conduct ourselves the same way. So. And you can feel that like late game and tight game situations, like in the huddle, like I would be such a crazy mad. All right, listen, we just got to figure something out. You got to score as yeah. fast. Like an absolute, <laughs> and Coach McKay is just like, like this so is Coach McKay 90% yeah. of the huddle. Yeah, it's always the yeah. hand. Yeah. And like we simulate and then these games. Also to play. Like in practices, we'll do like deficit games where we're down this much and this is the amount of time on the clock. So like you got to prepare for those things. Like I right. said, you never want to be in the game and this is your first time doing something. So. Yeah, I don't prepare. So as you come down the home stretch Last right question, now, Joe. Last question. Well, you come down the home stretch right now, and you get into, you know, winning a conference championship, trying to get into the NCAA tournament in March. If you had to pin down a couple things that you say, like, obviously, there's you have to do all the pieces of the puzzle right in order. But if there was a couple things in order to win late in the season, what would you say, like, really were the areas that you had to play well? You know, some say, I always say you have to have great guards in March. You know, all like, people say all the time, what would you say are the, the in terms of winning a conference title that you really have to excel at as you finish up the season here? Uh, I think defensively you got to be really prepared. So, like, scouting other teams' plays, kind of doing whatever you can to make sure you're not behind the play. Uh, elite communication, just because there's so many different things going on in the mix of the game. So all five players got to be on the same page. All five players got to be able to execute whatever the coaches are calling or saying. And you got to play without fouling. Like you can't be a team that fouls a lot and expect to win. Team shooting 15 to 20 free throws is a recipe for a loss. Breaking the analytics down. I love it. I love it. Last one from me. Earlier this season, Eastern Kentucky on the road weren't having the greatest shooting night of your life, not trying to... No, this is very, I think this is, I think I'm very interested to know this because I would just be down in the dumps. (laughs) What'd you say? So we all watch the game. We all need a real. Well, it's just, I would be down in the dumps and be moping and whatever if I was missing a bunch of shots. But how does your mindset shift? And and what you mentioned earlier, not getting too high, getting too low. How does your mindset shift when you don't have the greatest shooting night, when we all know Mm -hmm. you're the greatest shooter in the program history? I mean, it's going to be, it's like, Life. There's gonna be days where things are really, really bad, and there's gonna be days in life that things are really, really good. So like, there's gonna be games where you make 
90% of your shots, and there's also going to be games that you make 10 to 15% of your shots. You just got to understand that that's all a part of it. Like, it wouldn't be the game itself if you didn't have this and that. So it's like, that's why you don't get too high or too low on either one, just because, like, if you can move what's in the middle higher, that's when, like, great things happen or you're considered to be great. But... And you always believe the next shot's going in, right? Always. Like, always believe that, yeah. or are you shifting your mindset? I'm going to start attacking the basket. The shots just aren't falling tonight. Uh, for you sure, you take shooting. you take that into consideration, yeah. but like, you also have to read what's going on. Like, if you right. miss, if you go 0 for 7 for three, and then the possession happens and you're wide open in the corner and the yeah. ball is in your hand, shoot it. And you have it's like one of those I have shoot. to shoot a ball. Yeah. It's like I'm not going to second right. take that one. Like, right. I have to shoot. La last thing, and we'll let you go. You've got. Three regular season home games left. Mm -hmm. Hopefully you have, what, three more after that. Mm -hmm. But are you reaching the point where it's like you, you're you're kind of soaking it in a little bit more? Like, have you, has that clicked in your mind yet that, like, this is the la one of the last? Oh, it's like you're checking those boxes. I've only got so many times left. Is that is that kind of starting to sink in a little bit yet, or are you there? Very little. I don't think it's really, like, been at the forefront of my mind, but just because so focused on winning the games. Yeah. Like, I'm already thinking of, like, Melvin is no joke. The pace of their offense is crazy, and, like, they can be anybody at any given time. You have to strip away records. However, who's playing bad the week before, like, you really have to just take it for what it is. So, like, you do that Thursday, you do that Saturday. By the time the next week roll around Sunday, we have recovery, and, like, today we're preparing for the next game. So, like, I don't think you have time to really sit around and, Think about what's down the road. You're always like one thing to the next. Well, you already have one senior day in your back pocket. I know. He's, he kind of pulled a Tom Brady right, already. He's right, like, all right, bit. I'm not going to retire. Yeah. I'm going to come back. So you yeah. can't do that That's again. No. Do they give you, I've always wondered, do they let you keep the first frame jersey and then give you a second? Or did you have to return the frame jersey <laughs> and then they give it back to you? I hope I get a second. Okay. All right. <laughs> you let us you know. You need yeah. to. You yeah, deserve to. Darius Miguel, congratulations. Holy wait. Stare in the camera. Darius, look at that camera oh right gosh. there. This one? Yeah, that right there. And okay. say, Flame Central Podcast, powered by Alcova Mortgage. Sell it like it's just Shul's uh, commercial. <laughs> powered by Alcova? Yeah, Alcova Mortgage. Flame Central Podcast. Powered. Flame Central Podcast. Sponsored? Powered. 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 Flame Central Podcast, powered by Alcova Mortgage. And that's yours, buddy. Hey. It's mine. That's yours. You, you, you Honestly, it kind of threw me off. I was trying to make sure, like, yeah, I was saying. Yock Talk is. Yock Talk. There's a lot going on. Yeah, I was saying. He has no idea. You know what? We're getting a new marketing brand manager. The brand is great. But you got to keep it consistent. Yock Talk or Flames and Drapod? Yock Talk mug right there. You just hold on to that. Do you drink coffee? I you a coffee not. guy? But I will say the colorway Hot on the coffee. mug is very nice. Oh, like oh. look nice. at that. Selling it. Darius McGee, congratulations on the new all-time lean scoring record <laughs> right. here at Liberty. Can't it. wait to see Flames Nation get out there to see this guy play Thursday night, 7 o'clock tip. Thanks, Darius. Darius McGee, as humble as the day is long. Yeah. Is that the saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and, and a supporter of Yacht Talk. 
Yeah, yes. <laughs> okay, yes. that had to be the and, first. And, and, okay, I really felt when he left here that he was beginning, he didn't fully understand. Wait, did you just hear a shatter? Did, did, did that mug just shatter? <laughs> what an idiot. Find it in the trash can right outside the office. You know, I have feelings, too. He better too. not. Joe, you are too. special. Yeah, you are like loved. You. You. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you my therapist's number yeah. after the he, show. He, he, he's going to understand the circle of trust, yeah. and he's, he's, he's a believer. Okay, can yeah. we talk about the final score of what he said with the, the best team? Oh, unbelievable. I mean, that was that surprising I to you? The, Matt, no, what, I you've felt, been covering these teams. What did you yeah. think, Matt? No, I thought, because he can't. I mean, listen, he has one foot in with this current team. Right. Yeah. He's with all those guys. Like, he couldn't, like, just say, oh, yeah, we'd blow him out. Like, you've got to walk that line as close it. as you can. I think Play he did a good job yeah. walking it. Yeah. I think he's I'm about really, right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of true. I guess they would match up pretty well. I guess you just have, you, you have, like, a big guy like Scotty or Mayo going Scotty up against, like, Scotty would be interesting. A, uh, Blake, Blake Preston, against, which those two yeah. guys, again, Blake was on those teams, too. Yeah. So, like, they, they butted him. heads in practice every day. Man. Yeah, it would, uh, it would be interesting. It would be very interesting. I... I don't know. Maybe it's the the when you get older, you start like looking back fonder on you know days like that. Like like everyone that saw Jordan play and those teams yeah. are always like they would find a way. Mm -hmm. It's just hard. It's hard to believe that those teams, Georgie Pacheco, Ooh. those guys, like or even Lavelle Cabell, if you go back to the year before, like that they wouldn't find a way. Those guys, those guys were tough. Makes the debate fun. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. I wasn't in. I wasn't in that year. Yeah, I wasn't in that year. I was the year after. So I. But that year after, yeah. like, there's just so much the unknown yeah. because the COVID year, like how COVID deep that. COVID Okay. <laughs> um, we have a great my moment for Darius McGee coming up. Um, On I don't the TV know. Show. I, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be for this week, but you will be so surprised about what his moment is. It's not going to be what you think, but it goes with Darius McGee and so how humble how humble he is. Yeah. So uh, be sure to check that out. Also, reminds me of Joe in a lot of ways in terms of the humility. The complete opposite. That's, yeah. The, no, the no, complete we're, opposite. We're, we're, yeah. We're very similar, very soft-spoken. Right. Very humble. It was like. Don't like any attention. Right. Yeah. We're it was very, weird. We, we, it was like we, we, the same, we, two we, of the same people. We get along well. Yeah. I'm probably, we'll probably, I, after I love, he graduates, I'm sure he'll, we'll hang out with It's him. just ridiculous that he gets <laughs> all the busy, love. He's a little busy right now. He gets right all now. the yeah, love for like acting like this. And then you get called out in the mailbag for acting like, you know, like. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Know you. But then he just gets praised for it. It's just absolutely absurd. How, I can't. Um, I, I digress. Yeah. You uh, did take a shot. I, you, you took know, a that's shot. Fine. That's fine. I defended that's you. God gave me these broad shoulders, Joe. So. <laughs> <laughs> to carry the load. It's so yeah. bad. Um, we don't really have that much from the mailbag this yeah. week, so I need you to go to flamecentral at liberty.edu yep. if you want one of these amazing mugs. Oh because gosh, I don't know if you know. By the way, we have a mug shot. We do have the a mug shot. We will write about now I'll be putting it on to the YouTube uh, oh, let's get video. To music. So yeah, so uh, Will, Will send us a picture. Um, great mug shot. Yeah. But if you have a great question, which if there's only one this week, then I guess you're getting a free mug. Um, you need to send those in. It doesn't have to be a question. It could be a comment. It could be yeah. criticism, uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really, we've, whatever we've, you want. We've, we've done that, too. Um, yeah. Okay, let's, let's switch from the hardwood <laughs> to... But I, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't even remember. I don't even... I'm not even like listening right. <laughs> Our audio guy says, yeah. please, all three of you don't talk at the same time, and uh, we continue to do that. Um, so I, his name's Alex. Let's, let's let the people know behind the scenes. We That's got right, Alex and audio, Doug behind the <laughs> seven cameras. Um, 
Let's switch from the court to the gridiron. Yes. Liberty football had some great, a great signing day. I just love the vibe of this new coaching staff. I Very haven't fun. met everyone. I know you, I want Very you fun. to talk about, um, yeah. about the meet and greet that you yeah. did with all yeah, of them. But great meet and greet. I love, I, I saw that, is it a GIF or GIF? I don't I go know. GIF, I go hard because you don't want to confuse it with the with peanut GIF. butter. Yeah, right? yeah, definitely I don't, don't want to confuse it with peanut butter. So I go GIF. Gif. Sure. It's either or. I don't know. Um, because you drop the T and it, right. you know. So the that they did when they the coach Chadwell signing had a good signee and, and, yeah. and everybody celebrated. So now that's a gif and it's one of my new favorites. But what stands out to you the most about this new signing class? Or who? Well, I, I think they did a good job of balancing transfer portal and and high school guys. And I don't think typically that that Chadwell's gonna go as hard into the portal as, as Hugh Freeze did. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I, I think that I think you use the portal to just fill those immediate needs, but mm -hmm. you still that development piece with the young guys is so critical. So I, I love some of the pickups that they have here. Like, like honestly, one of the, my favorite ones, just because I actually watched him play a couple of times, is the running back, Quentin Cooley that's from Wake I, Forest. That's what I like, was this guy thinking. is a 5'9", 213-pound yeah. bowling ball. Yeah. And I watched him in there. I've been described as that one. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the blonde bowling ball over here. Yeah. Uh, I watched him against Mizzou in their bowl game. He ran for 31 yards on four carries. Like, tough runner. Uh, I think you add him. You also add in another running back transfer from Arkansas in the Joyner kid. James Joyner, who he was a really highly touted kid coming out of high school. So that running back room should be dynamic when mm -hmm. you get day-to-day -day healthy. One other interesting little note that uh, Jamie Chadwell said in his press conference when asked about that room, he said, yeah, and we think we're going to move Shadro back out to wide to receiver. receiver. Like so you get Shadro yeah, back out there more yeah. in, into where you can get yeah. him you know, in space, which is what he started as when he mm -hmm. got here. So that will be interesting. And it's something actually – they talked about doing last year with him, yeah. but then you had some injuries and stuff mm -hmm. and weren't able to do that. So that's exciting. Another playmaker at the receiver spot. But yeah, I think I think those two running backs for me are big. And then also one other one, the Reese Smith kid, uh, wide receiver transfer oh, West from Virginia. West Virginia. Yeah. Got a couple of sources that are big West Virginia fans mm. that I reached out to. Nice. They said, this kid is your classic third down. You got to move the chains. He's that guy, wow. and he had some big catches for them, and so uh, we'll be excited to see him as well. Yeah, yeah, One thing that we took from uh, Chadwell's press conference after signing day was about the offensive line. I think it, he said seven of them. I mean, it's a it's a veteran offensive line for this year, but what is your concern yeah. level moving forward well, with filling such a an important position? Yeah, I mean, you look at both sides of the football. You know, like when you when you start breaking down the numbers, and if you have you have the numbers there, Matt, like what positions that they signed? I was looking at that defense alignment, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of defense alignment. What was the number yeah, on that? Sixty linemen. Sixty linemen. How many offense alignment? Five and five offense lines. So you, when, whenever you're, whenever you're going to win in college football, you're gonna win with your front seven on defense, and then you're gonna win with establishing the line of scrimmage on with the offensive line. So I think you're always going to look for numbers, especially on the defensive side of the ball, where you got to be able to rotate guys in and out. And to be able to recruit that many defensive linemen, because that, that obviously was the strength of Liberty last year. They yeah. had great, great front four of their defensive linemen. And so you got to recruit those guys. And the same thing on the offensive line, as Chadwell said, was, hey, listen, we got a lot of experience coming back in the offensive line. However, we got to get ready for the next yeah. year. So you go from you, really you, experienced you to, to really inexperienced. Yeah. Like, so, like, like that. that. No, and that's that's what yeah. you talked about. Yeah. And that, so was... that, that, that To sure up a football team, you the, the right there in the trenches, they always say it's all about the trenches. Yeah. You, it couldn't be more true. 
it's all about the trenches in, in football. Another important position is the quarterback. Liberty yeah. um, picked up Trey Lowe. the the Trey Lowe transfer yeah. from Southern Miss. Mooney. Where is Mooney? Are, yeah. are, are yeah, we? Yeah. Oh, okay. So um, Chadwell mm -hmm. talked about the importance of competition and really making that that uh, position group win the job. What do you yeah. see as far as the talent? And um, in that position group and in, in that quarterback room. Yeah, I mean, obviously, what's the the talent that's there now? Okay, yeah. you, you have that, and then you you start looking, and I'm just starting to figure out exactly. And you heard uh, Willie Corn get up at the press conference and talk about it a little bit, like what style are they going to try to be offensively? Like what there there's some option element to it. There's an RPO element to it. There's you know so many. So you have to have a you have to have a quarterback like. It's not the way he runs his offense. It's set up where, okay, you have to have an athletic quarterback, right, who can move in space, get out in space and do things in space. But yet at the same time, so much, you have to have a smart quarterback, yeah. a guy who can read because a lot of their stuff and a lot of their decision-making is made on the fly with their reads. And then you're also, they obviously have a heavily involved in the passing game. Look at Grayson McCall and how well he threw the football for, for Coastal. So when you start looking at it, that position could take some time to figure itself out because it's going to be brand new. This is not a Hugh Freeze offense. This mm -hmm. is going to be a lot different. So it's going to be interesting to see who, who the cream that rises to the top of that position. It will be interesting. The Trey located started his career at West Virginia. So, you know, he, he's got a lot of talent. It was at Southern Miss the last few years. And then, I mean, Reese Mooney. Now, could you see a situation where Chad was like, listen, I'm going to start with a young guy. And, and you know what? We're going to lean on our running game maybe a little bit more early yeah. on, and we're going to grow with him. I don't know, but Reese Mooney, you look at his offer sheet, and you're seeing the Arkansas, Kentucky, the Miami, Nebraska. Wow. Like, like There are a lot of people very interested. Yeah. And so, uh, like, you know the talent's there. I've heard a lot of good things about him from people down that part of the country. So that's another interesting guy. But, yeah, you want competition. You want to push each other. And then the best guy you put out there. And, and I'm glad, too, that we've heard Chad will say a few times, like, we don't want to do the each week we're figuring yeah, multiple, picking multiple quarterbacks. quarterback thing. Like we saw how that went last year at times. It was rough, especially down the stretch. So we'll see who, who wins it out. But he did say that that's why spring is going to be so right. important because sure. there were so yeah. many quarterbacks playing last year. We got to figure out who's the best guy and who's going to be fit this yeah. offense the I'm, best. Was a Reese Mooney guy um, part of Freezes and then he just yeah. stayed? That's mm -hmm. what I thought. Yep. Okay. The, the, the one guy I know they were really, I talked to Cody Ledeco, the tight ends coach, yeah. and the guy that they're really excited is a transfer, Jacob Jenkins, that came from Coastal. Yeah. Um, because they, they were, they obviously had him there. So they, mm -hmm. and they made a push to be able to, to be able to get him to, to Liberty. So, you know, for him to come to Liberty and when you talk, when I was talking to Cody about it, it's like the tight end position in their offense is a little bit unique because you can see now that more of the tight end spot has been involved in the passing game. Yeah. And so what he, they really try to focus on here is they got to obviously you got to have tight ends that catch the ball and can run, but it, when it's fourth and one, they want guys that can move people mm -hmm. so they can. Well, pick remember they down. put a tight end in the league and Isaiah likely yeah. really yep. talented yeah. tight end there. So yep. this is a staff that can do it. All right. Well, it should be exciting football yeah. season. And then another quick note, Chadwell continuing to bring in those guys that he wants to, like you mentioned, develop, mm -hmm. but not only develop like on the field and off the field, but spiritually as yeah. well. Like it just is really it's neat to good. see. It seems like it's, it, the, you always say, boy, it seems like a good fit. 
it continues to just more and yeah. more. Feel right, right. Um, anything else on football? We're excited about spring. Yeah, I don't think your fun. media pass went through, but I'll try to sneak you <sighs> in. We'll get you in there. You sneak me in? <laughs> yeah. 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 Sneak you that. in the indoor. Yeah, appreciate Yeah, so I'm not sure, I think – uh, February or no March eighth. I yeah, think there's eighth or ninth. April fifteenth, I believe, yeah. is the spring game. So okay. circle that date. Yeah, be be but I know they're starting before spring break, right? Yeah, a couple, couple practices, practices, yeah. practices for spring break, and then April fifteenth is. Yeah. The, it's is exciting. The right now, coach said they're doing the CPR, which is like um, part of their development program coach of like relations. right. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad he explained that because yeah. I was like, well, no, that is important. Trying to bring this program back to life. First aid, you know? Yeah. He says I'm trying to. No, no, we're Everything was going pretty well. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Lady Lady Flames basketball is tearing it up. The Lady Flames are on their seventh straight victory, I believe. Oh, boy. Let me do that. I believe it's seven. Seven straight. Yeah. Yeah. Some big wins. And again, late game situations, they're getting that experience. what is the realistic uh, expe- expectation as far as a Sun tournament? Do you think that they could? This could be the year they take down FGCU. What place? First place? Well, and they're first, in second right second. now. Because they're FGCU. tied for second, but have the tiebreaker over the Austin P and Lipscomb, who also are nine and two. FGCU. I mean, they're just they're slaughtering so people right now. Their last one against North Florida, 106 51. Almost bad to beat FGCU because then they like figured some yeah, things out and yeah. now they're just. But here's the good thing Liberty wins these last couple at home, one that come from behind win in, in overtime mm-hmm. against Jacksonville State that they had to survive. They beat Kennesaw State as well. But now you look at the rest of their schedule. They're playing basically the bottom half of the league the rest of the way. Their toughest tests were kind of at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So they have a chance to – you're at seven straight. Like, they're going to be favored the rest of the way. They have yeah. a chance to really go on a run here. And then you just hope, you know, FGCU slips up or whatever. But, like, bottom line, you want one of those top two seeds mm-hmm. because at least then, you know, you're playing in your building until you get to the final. Imagine if you got the one seat on the men's side and the That'd one seat awesome. on the on the women's side. Go too. out in style for the a right. Sun, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Flame Central Podcast is powered by Alcova Mortgage. And if you're looking to buy a home, oh. Joe Yock is your guy. He's your guy. Yeah. Thank you. You know, the Flame Central, in all seriousness, the Flame Central Podcast has been really good to me. We got a we got a uh, we got a loan closing coming up here. Nice. And we're gonna talk about that a little bit more, but you know, it, it for all the folks that are out there, and and the Flame Central podcast reaches across a lot of states. Sure, I mean it's just not it's just so not do local. you like and, you can like you do. can you can we do got, deals we got anywhere. all kinds of states yeah. that we got all kinds of states that we can we can do deals in, and because when I send out those mugs, yeah. I send out a lot of mugs, right? I send out some mugs. And how much do you think you spend on shipping? I, I, I know exactly what I spent on shipping. <laughs> I, I shared Matt how much I spent on shipping. It was a lot, but that was that's okay because um, I'll give you the budget code. Yeah, give me the budget Sorry. code. And so, but the the point the point is this: is that for all you folks out there, whether it's friends, whether it's family, whether uh, it's pe- foes, whether it's it can be foes. Be There's not a lot of foes. We talk about it in the circle of trust yeah. video, but we're not going to go there right now. Hey, if you are looking to purchase or yeah. <laughs> don't you roll your eyes at me. You're a big fan of the circle of trust. I am. I'm in it. Yeah, you're in the circle of yeah. trust. Okay, you. I'm, I'm really close. You're, you're getting <laughs> it. Okay, so yes, if if you're looking to purchase refinance, look me up on the Google machine. Joe Yock, J U C H, friends, friends, family, whoever it may be, looking to buy a house, whatever state it may Get be. It done. Reach out to me, please. That Thank segment you. takes longer and longer each week. Okay, yeah. um, the mailbag. The Flame Central podcast um, is very light this week. Yeah. Again, Flame Central 
at liberty.edu. Send all your questions yes. in. Are you not going to read the points? There was only one. It was only a comment. It just said, are we ever going to let Emily into the pickleball league? And that's an obvious that's hard right. no. So that's quick. Has that question that was not it. been answered I mean, already? I feel like we kind of laid that out. Yeah. I really, so. I Matt, Matt's alarm's going off. Like he has I somewhere got, to be. Um, so thanks so much for listening and watching the Flames Citra podcast powered by Alcova Mortgage. We'll see you right back here next see week. Ya.